0: Bruce Newberry, the food dude. Hey, we're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. It is the Chinese New Year, the year of the tiger. And we have a couple of New Year's menus to talk about. The theme with this New Year is the same with any other New Year. Good luck, prosperity, good health. The good health comes from the good food. The prosperity comes from the symbols of what you eat. And uh, it is the reopening and the rebirth in the Chinese New Year tradition, as well as at places like the Castle Hill Inn. And on the line with me from the Castle Hill Inn is Chef Andy Tar. Chef, nice to have you with us.
1: Hi there. Thank you.
0: Hey, it's a great, great pleasure. So
1: uh,
0: I don't remember that uh, Castle Hill has done a specific Chinese New Year menu before.
1: So we have done it in the past. Um, I want to say where this would be probably our sixth year of doing the menu, okay. um, skipping skipping 2021. Gotcha. Um, and 2020, actually. So we skipped two years. Um but since i've been at castle hill we we've done it not not every year but almost every year
0: well that is fantastic it's uh, so great to look forward to and what's even better is it's the it's some traditional chinese dishes and you come by all this naturally you uh, really have been cooking these dishes well really all your life cuz your parents had a cantonese restaurant tell me about that
1: yeah, so it was a typical um, Chinese restaurant in, in Vermont. Um, whereabouts in Vermont you know, and in Middlebury.
0: Wait a minute. I <laughs> I just came back from Middlebury.
1: <laughs> Did you really? That's 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 where I grew up.
0: <laughs> Get out. I, I spend I'm in Middlebury about every two and a half or three weeks I work out of the Waybury Inn.
1: Wow. That's, uh, that's quite a connection there. Yeah. I mean, I have, I haven't been back in a while, but
0: (laughs) no kidding. Now, what was the name of your parents' restaurant?
1: Uh, Panda house.
0: No kidding. I know Panda house.
1: Yeah. Down in the marble works. Sure. Yeah. So we, we operated that for a number of years. Um, basically all through my elementary middle school and high school years. Oh man.
0: How great is that?
1: Yeah, that's great. That's awesome.
0: Well, it's a tremendous, you know, it's everybody's favorite place in in Middlebury to go for Chinese and for takeout and things like this. Right. And when we think about Cantonese and the Cantonese discipline and the Cantonese uh, uh, type of Chinese food, it's more the what we would call traditional or what what we know as as Chinese food in America. Right.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, it's it's always I think the most difficult part about. Um, bringing that to Castle Hill is kind of, you know, Chinese food in general is all more family style. Um, so to kind of get those dishes down, um, into a three course menu is probably the, the biggest challenge. Um, and the inspiration is, is obviously Chinese new year. Um, but we, we kind of like to take our own spin on things, if you will, um, just just to kind of modernize the dishes um but the the ideas come from traditional chinese new Year dishes
0: give me an example of a couple of things on your castle hill chinese new year menu that we can just draw a straight line to some dishes that we would ordinarily call and order up from our favorite chinese place like the panda house let's say
1: (laughs) yeah so so just to start off our starter for this um this year's Chinese New Year um, menu is shrimp and pork dumplings. Nice. Um, so dumplings are are very traditional in during Chinese New Year's. Um, it's it's more the shape of the dumplings. Um, they kind of represent. They they look like a old Chinese money pouch. Yeah. So they represent prosperity and um, good luck for the rest of the year. So we take the idea of the dumpling and and kind of refine it a little bit and um, the flavors are clearly Asian and Chinese, um, but the garnishes are, we tweak it a little bit.
0: All right. So give me an idea of the flavor. Now we, when we think about the flavors of Chinese food, for the most part, we can, we can conjure up a taste profile. You know, you have some notes of things like, well, some ginger, but then there are some, uh, there are some other, there are some other notes of spice. It's not really spicy, especially Cantonese, but
1: yeah. Um, Go ahead. So, so we, just to give you an example, the, the garnishes that we're, we're using this year, um, roasted sesames, um, sesame seeds, chilies, um, again, like you said, not for spice, but more for the chili flavor and sunflower seeds. Um, Cause a dumpling can kind of be, one-dimensional in terms of texture sure so we're trying to get the the um trying to convey like a fried dumpling without actually having to fry it by adding well that was going to be my next question is items. it is it a
0: fried dumpling or a steamed dumpling
1: it's going to be a steamed dumpling yeah
0: and i mean that's a real line of demarcation among uh people who uh, really order these things i know in, right. in my <laughs> <Absolutely>. house alone.
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: Are you going to get those steamed dumplings again, or oh man, nothing like a great steamed dumpling. Uh, so yeah. you know, and the aroma is so great with that kind of uh, that kind of five spice aroma. Uh, mm-hmm. That may or may not use five spice. Do you use
1: five spice? Um, not in the dumpling dish, but in and we do use it in some of our other the other dishes, such as. Um, so our main course is a, um, dry aged duck. Mm. Um, It's going to be a roasted duck, very similar to like a Peking-style duck, um, but we'll be serving it with just the breast meat, um, crispy skin, and there is five spice in the actual um, seasoning of the duck breast.
0: Nice. What are the five spices in five spices? Um,
1: I know I I can never get past
0: two or or three of them.
1: (laughs) Clove, cinnamon, star anise, Szechuan peppercorn, and fennel
0: yes that was the one i I can never remember the fennel and and i keep getting my fennel and my anise (laughs)
1: confused right right? (laughs) very similar flavor profile
0: yeah very very similar but i mean there's just nothing like it so that's great so we have our dumplings we have our duck what else do we have in this in this chinese new year menu coming to the castle hill inn
1: so for dessert and dessert is always the hardest one to to come up with right um because the Desserts are pretty pretty simple in, in Chinese cuisine, um, so we take a, a little bit different approach. We just kind of, um, for our Chinese New Year menu, we're doing a milk tea chiffon cake. Mm. Um, you know, bubble tea or milk tea is kind of one of my favorite things as a beverage, um, and because it's so sweet, it's it lends itself very well to being a dessert. Yeah. So we're taking the flavors of bubble tea, but putting it in a uh, composed cake dessert
0: what kind of cake
1: uh it's going to be a black tea chiffon cake wow
0: really really uh boy i'm looking forward to trying that that's it all sounds so great now this is a a specialty menu three course menu uh there are wine pairings what are the wines that are going to get paired with this meal chef tour so
1: uh the wine pairings we we haven't decided on them quite yet Mm. um so, but we'll have them ready for for the reopening on Friday.
0: I mean, we could imagine some of them, I suppose. I mean, again, taking the five spice profile, so you have uh, anise, so you have licorice notes. Uh, right. What wine would pair with a with with that type of a note? Perhaps something sweet.
1: Yeah, uh, something sweet would work. Um, in the past, I know we've paired with um, not just wine but with different sakes. Oh, sure. Um. That's worked well for us in the past. Um, would you do a
0: would you do a Sauvignon Blanc with any of that, Chef?
1: We have we have done it with um, we've we've done it with like a steamed fluke dish before as yeah. well.
0: Oh, I could see that, sure, because it, again, you've got brightness, particularly if it's a like a New Zealand uh, Sauvignon Blanc that that has some minerality to it. Right. Uh, That would that would make a lot of sense with that. So much fun to think about what pairings might go with something like this. Now, when is this Chinese New Year menu going to be offered, Jeff Andy?
1: So we're starting it on the reopen this Friday, January 28th. Um, And then we're going to run it for three days, um, Monday being the last day.
0: Excellent. So uh, you have a very, very short window to yes. uh, get in on this year of the tiger Chinese New Year menu to celebrate the reopening of the dining room at Castle Hill Inn and uh You've got the kind of spirit going on here. Not only is it the great tradition that's been going on with this menu in the past, but as you point out, these these uh, dishes are all, many of them are symbolic. So you have the, as you point out, the dumpling is in the shape of a purse, which signifies prosperity. And that's everybody's wish for the new year. So you're right on it. Uh, right. Fantastic. And uh, it's so great to talk to you and to uh, to get this connection with uh, with Middlebury. That's great, right?
1: That's that's amazing.
0: It really is amazing. The Marble Works is becoming quite a vibrant little restaurant row over there. Uh, yeah, I don't know how uh, how much you keep up on the news, but there's a place that was in was in town in Middlebury for a long time. It was a, it was a kind of an ice cream type place called Calvi's. And someone has taken that name and some of the old menu and they're going to reopen it in the Marble Works.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a great little area, like lots of history there um, and perfect for... Restaurants.
0: Oh yeah, it's great. It's, it's a lovely place to walk along the uh, you know the walk along by the falls, and there's uh, a little place to uh, to stroll around there, and it's really a quite a popular gathering place, particularly once spring comes on. Uh, right. It's a little brisk up there these days, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> as yeah. You,
0: as I'm sure you remember. Well, it's so yes. great to uh, be able to talk to you and to connect with you. And this yeah. is the reopening of the Inn's 2022 season at the Castle Hill Inn, and it's a three course Chinese New Year menu. Inspired by the Panda House, who uh, and we're on the radio. (laughs) We're on the radio in Vermont, so a lot of people uh, remember the Panda House and know it very, very well. So uh, great. Well, I hope I
1: hope they they can make it down to Rhode Island.
0: (laughs) Hop a skip and a jump, Andy. Yeah, it is. It is. Hey, great to talk to you. Thanks very, very much for uh, giving us a taste of your Chinese New Year menu. And we'll see you very, very soon. And happy New Year to you.
1: Happy New Year to you. Thank you, Bruce.
0: Thanks, Chef. Food Dude Bruce Newberry. Well, it is the year of the tiger getting underway and uh, we have a great variety of exciting menus and specialties from which to choose this lunar new year and on the line with me to talk about his menu is chef and co-owner and director of operations for stoneacre hospitality group and the stoneacre restaurants christopher bender chef nice to have you with us
2: Oh, it's great to be here, Bruce. Thanks for welcoming me.
0: Great, great pleasure. Well, this is exciting. Now, this is Stoneacre Gardens Chinese New Year, or as you're referring to it, the Year of the Tiger menu. Tell us the influence.
2: Well, I mean, we've 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 have a quite an affinity for for Chinese cuisine in general, but uh, more specifically, we've really uh, really honed in on uh, some of the Sichuan influences and just uh, those exciting bold flavors of um, of all the chili and garlic, or or as they we affectionately refer to it, the, the mala sort of uh, spice.
0: Yeah, well, that's exciting. Oh, the first thing we think of when we think of Sichuan is spicy. And so we're looking forward to something bold and something that's going to really jump out at us. Uh, is, the, is it an a la carte menu, Chef? Is it a, a prefix? How would you describe this year of the Tiger menu at Stoneacre?
2: You know, we, we've uh, we we to- we sort of toyed back and forth with it, but we uh, we settled on doing an a la carte menu to give the widest uh, variety to be able to just select individually or or be able to share a whole wide variety of options. As uh, I mean, as we would like to dine, kind of in that same way.
0: All right, that, Well, we'll actually okay. guide us through it the way that you would like to see it enjoyed.
2: Well, you know, touching on uh, touching on a lot of the um, touching on a lot of the smaller smaller plate or lighter items like things like the the smashed cucumber salads with the chilies or. Or even uh any any area has its affinity for dumplings of course, which we know and love. Mm. But then really getting into some of uh things that you might consider consider classics or, or bolder flavors, like um our take on Mapo tofu where uh, we let eggplant be the star of the dish, but still have that silkiness of the of the um of the tofu that comes along with and just uh, a really sort of um something we don't really see in this area as much, but something that I've really come to know and know and love and you can't really embrace those bold flavors.
0: Isn't that interesting? Eggplant and tofu, so uh, sort of a Federal Hill Chinese kind of a thing going on. You
2: know, it's it wasn't until we really started making it. Our additionally we enjoyed a number of times in the past, but you quite, when you uh, when you start to do it on your own, it is quite literally like a, a Sichuan bolognese, if you will. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, traditionally it does. Traditionally it is with made with uh, ground pork of sorts, but uh, we're we're doing a doing a little bit of a, a vegan approach on it to just keep it open to a wide variety of our guests
0: all right so the uh, texture of the tofu is going to be more like a bolognese
2: well we'll do uh, we'll do actually some uh we'll, we'll gr- kind of grind up or finely chop mushrooms to yeah. replace the ground pork in it okay and then we'll still use the silken tofu which uh, as opposed to a firmer tofu really just kind of um, adds a sort of voluptuousness or velvetyness to the dish
0: yes and, i've got uh, it
2: then, uh, then having a a variety of eggplants sort of gives some of that char flavor that we can have there, but also uh, a texture and a, a texture and a vegetable that we're a little bit more familiar with. And um, I think can really allow the dish to kind of stand up on its own as well.
0: Really nice. Is it what kind of holds it together? I mean, the bolognese, when we think of bolognese, we think of certain flavors that are going to kind of hold that together. What would you liken this to in this uh, eggplant and tofu and mushroom bowl?
2: Well, it does. It does have that. Uh, it does have a distinctive sort of tomato or high acid background, and it's mm. certainly strong in the garlic. And then where it sort of uh, rounds out that umami flavor, uh, instead of introducing something like you know a, a parmesan at the end or something like that, um, it does have that uh, sort of like Sichuan peppercorn uh, sort of numbingness to it. Yes, so, along with the uh, fermented chilies that end up in there. So Whoa. there's a there's a real distinctive sort of round, full flavor that comes along with it, and and um, there, there's a little bit of herbiness to it too, which it's not necessarily the same Italian herbs that we, uh,
0: no, no, certainly (laughs) not. But you've got some, some real sharpness and some heat there. What is this? What is the serving size? Are you going to eat a, uh, is is it more of a, is it an appetizer size? What I'm I'm trying to get my head around how much (laughs) of this, because a little of this is going to be so satisfying.
2: This would be, this would be more in a way, it meant, it's more of an entree, but meant to share. Yeah. So, um, you know, cause we're going to do that along with, uh, we'll end up doing a sort of some spicy chicken dishes as well. And, and even some, um, some sort of sweet and sour pork and of things. So uh, ideally, you know, you would, you would have a, a medium sized group and I wish we had a lazy Susan, but we don't.
0: Oh yeah, sure. You need those or maybe the tower plates. Sure. Yes.
2: But, you know, uh, excellent. It, 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 share a whole bunch of different things and you know in a lot of ways you, you 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 don't you don't want more than just a little bit of some of these dishes you want to you want to have these bold exciting flavors back and forth
0: sure and again it's not we're kind of mixing our disciplines here but i mean it could be in the kind of tradition of the poopoo platter right
2: exactly i mean you know we, one of the advantages of um one of the advantages of not being in a in a major metropolitan area where there there it does delineate the different themes you know we can we can we can have a little leeway with uh crossing over from region to region okay
0: or, <laughs> i won't tell <laughs> <laughs> excellent just talking with christopher bender from Stoneacre garden about the year of the tiger menu that is going on now uh, when is this menu going to be served chris
2: uh, we're going to serve from the 2nd of February uh, through uh, through Valentine's Day.
0: Excellent. Oh, that'll be great. And uh, you mentioned a couple of the items. You mentioned a sweet and sour pork type of a thing. How many dishes would be on that menu altogether?
2: You know, we actually have about a dozen dishes altogether.
0: Oh, do you? Tell me about some more of them.
2: Uh, so we, we are doing a little we are doing a taking liberties as you mentioned with a poo poo platter yeah uh, so we are combining things like our smashed cucumbers and uh, we're doing some uh, shrimp chips which are sort of like that uh, light fluffy shrimp chip that we're doing a, with a with a crab dip and togarashi. Uh, we take, doing our little take on a scallion pancake, which is always fun. And I think something that's, you know, often overlooked, but, uh, I mean, like making any fresh bread really, or anything, you, anything in that realm, it's, it's got uh, when it's had at that moment. It just has that uh, lightness, that fluffiness, the warmth is, it can be really a dynamic dish for something that is otherwise seemingly so simple.
0: I love scallion pancakes. Uh, is it, um, are they going to have a uh, are they going to have a sauce? Is there going to be something that's going to accompany it or is it just standing on its own?
2: Uh yeah, that'll have like a sort of a, a ginger scallion sauce Ooh, along. Yeah. And Isn't then uh, it that so nice? meant meant to be something that's either on its own or a really nice accompaniment to have, say, with like the Mapo eggplant.
0: Right. Fantastic. And then, uh,
2: go on. One of, the other, one of the other ones we're we're super excited about where again we kind of cross regions a little bit, but a more ubiquitous um, take on a Peking duck of sorts. So we'll do, a uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do a, uh, a larger Peking duck that will end up, uh, pulling in some senses, adding a plum sauce and doing, a a bigger platter with sort of steam bao buns and bib lettuce and, uh, melon and a lot of the traditional accompaniments. And, um, uh, again, another one of those dishes where I, uh, I'd always heard of in a lot of different ways, but as you start to really research it a little more and have more t- traditional or wider takes on it, uh, realizing how, how exciting of an experience it can be, it can be almost like a almost like the Korean version of like a bosom, where it's like you have all these different sauces and things, and it's, it's really like a, a Chinese taco party, really.
0: Right. <laughs> I
2: love it but something you know, again something that we've we've intentionally made a larger a larger portion of that so it it must be shared and it's it's something that we hope to continue with even after uh after some of these dishes we hope to continue with even after the uh, the um year of the tiger menu
0: right we might see some of these uh, remaining on the menu that's always exciting when you have that kind of a demand and your guests will tell you that yes we want to keep this on and we want to enjoy this again and again this is uh this is really great uh, the always interesting aspects of a menu like this, to me, are the desserts. What are you thinking of for dessert?
2: Um, in terms of dessert, the, the main thing we're going for are sort of the, um, the sweet rice dumplings. So it's uh, sort of the round rice flour, uh, almost like a mochi ball. Mm. and It's filled with a, a sweet bean paste to it. So those are, are typically um, steamed or boiled slightly. And then uh, it, where they're typically served in either like a syrup or simply in water, uh, which can be perfectly fine but a bit plain. Uh, we're, we're kind of crossing them in with a little bit of our American influence and doing a um, serving them over a little bit of a smear of a fudge underneath and a little bit of a graham cracker crumbs. So I take on a s'more in some ways.
0: Nice. Very nice. Uh, tell us about reservations. What do we have to do to be first in line for this Year of the Tiger menu at the Stoneacre Garden?
2: Well, we've uh, we've recently started with Resi, so Resi is the is the best way to sign up, and we've have our have our link right through our website or directly through Resi.
0: Excellent. So uh, get going, and what are your hours?
2: Uh, we are Wednesday. Uh, we are Wednesday and Thursday from 4 p.m. onwards, and then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday we uh, we open at essentially at 10 a.m. for a version of brunch, which we'll share some of the specials, but opening into dinner at four o'clock with the full menu.
0: Fantastic. So, and this all gets underway on the 3rd, which is Wednesday. And of course it's right uh, at the beginning of the year of the tiger, the lunar new year, just getting underway uh, at that time as well. So it's a a great celebration and uh, boy, this is going to be very, very exciting. Thanks so much for giving us a taste and uh, look forward to seeing you at Stoneacre garden for this amazing year of the tiger menu. Christopher Bender. Thanks very much for being with us.
2: We appreciate it, Bruce. Thanks a bunch. Bruce Newberry, the food dude.